You are listening to The Quest for 100, a discussion on everything you never knew you wanted to know. And now your hosts, Justin and Brian. Justin, are you there? I, I can barely see you through this wall of ice cream that we have here. <laughs> Quick, we need to finish this uh, podcast before it all melts. Yeah, I wonder how long these are going to last. Uh, we may have to stop this in, in between. Because, <laughs> Just to enjoy more? Well, it may melt. I mean, if we go an hour, I think some stuff is going to melt. That That is true. Welcome back to the Quest for 100. I am Brian, joined as always by the other voice that you hear, Justin. Hello! And we're back. Another week. We are. It's, uh, man, I can't, these, I don't know what it is, but these weeks are flying by. I feel like we were just sitting down at the table. Now it does feel a little different because we're in a new place yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. We're at, we're at your place, your yeah. humble abode. Mm-hmm. My, my lovely wife was uh, nice enough to, to host us, as I say, uh, even though it's also my house, but it's really her, her choice to host. So, yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you to her. Thanks, Alyssa. Yeah. She got some pizza as a reward. Yeah, and, and probably some ice cream. Probably very much ice cream. Well, as we have already talked about, our episode this week is ice cream. Mm-hmm. We're back to the food. This is, I mean, I love I love these these episodes. These are my, well, they're up there. Yeah. Uh, in terms of topics, uh, food is one of the best ones, and I am excited. This I, I, I'm excited to just tell you that this is a special episode because... It's going to be great, and uh, I get to eat way too much ice cream, but I don't care. I'm going to eat it all. Talk to me about what we have here today. Well, uh, as I uh, went to the store, obviously, I went to two different places to actually get our ice cream, but there is so many options in different stores. So anyway, we have a lot of different flavors of ice cream here, so I'll bounce around a little bit, but we're going to do a vanilla taste test with Dryers, which is one of the more common brands, uh, Haagen-Dazs, and Kato, which is a new I've never heard of. It's avocado that's, wow, frozen that's actually dessert. actually says avocado. Yeah, huh. yeah, okay. and that's a part okay. of the brand. So we'll have uh, a vanilla taste test across those three. We're going to have a chocolate taste test across Haagen-Dazs and Dryers as well. Okay. We will have a uh, Ben & Jerry's and Haagen-Dazs, uh, fun little taste test. We got chocolate fudge brownie, cherry Garcia, which is a, a fan favorite, and strawberry uh, for for the crazy people. And then um, we have Ben and Jerry's top selling, which we'll get a little bit into. But Ben and Jerry's top selling, which is half baked, and Haagen-Dazs's top selling, which is caramel cone Ooh, ice cream. Okay. And then we have we have some uh, Neapolitan ice cream that you've been gracious enough to bring and we also have some toppings to throw on if Gosh. you so desire okay this is going to be well over an hour yep I think. it's going to be about three hours we're yeah. going to eat it's an ice cream social here at the quest but i'm excited all right well let's jump into what uh, we've been up to since last time yeah so me i uh i had a kind of a busy but also relaxing weekend if that makes any sense but uh, one of the things that I did, I went out uh, yard sailing on Saturday, which is, I might have mentioned in the podcast before, but big fan of yard sailing, jumping from house to house and uh, looking at other people's trash and making it into my treasure. Yeah. Didn't you 
get, that's how you got the Monopoly set, right? Yes. Yeah, it was. Good good memory, Brian. Um, but yeah, so we went yard sailing. It was a blast. I ended up landing at an estate sale, which I don't do very often. They're a little bit different vibe. Uh, you yeah. can't really negotiate, which is one of my favorite things to uh, do. Okay, okay. But you can find some high-quality treasures yeah. at those places. So I actually ended up, I, this one place we went to had a bunch of sports memorabilia, and yep. I ended up buying a um, Jim Brown autograph mini helmet, huh. which is I'm super jacked up about. Uh, How much? Uh, it was $120, okay. which is a little high. Yeah. But I'm not like a big Jim Brown fan, but I'm pretty sure I can resell that at some point and easily double it. Okay. I looked on eBay, and that's kind of where it's at. Okay. Um, so, but yeah, no, so that was, that was a fun treasure. Usually I don't find things like that of that level. So yeah. I was pretty excited. Yeah. I had uh, dinner with some high school friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. That I haven't seen in a while. So, uh, that's really all I've, I've done. You know, it's been a busy couple of weeks at work. So, you know, getting a couple of days off and, and just really relaxed over the weekend and had some dinner with, with, uh, high school friends, made some, uh, grilled some chicken and, and some oh. shrimp. So you actually like hosted? Yeah. Them. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Shrimp on the Barbie. Shrimp on the Barbie. Yeah. Okay. But that's really it. Yeah. The uh, from a fan's perspective, mm-hmm. Maureen chimed in again and said she's uh, trying to catch back up. So yeah. eventually she'll she'll get back up with us. And we talked to listener X about some corrections, and he was adamant that there is no <laughs> evening magic hours. And I went and confirmed that at Walt Disney World, multiple locations or multiple theme parks there have evening magic hours. Mm -hmm. So as we talked about in the Disney episode, you can, if you're staying on resort at one of the Magic Kingdom or or any of the Disney resorts there, Mm -hmm. you can uh, uh, get some special treatment and a few extra hours in the park. And I believe uh, today is actually Epcot. If you're if you happen to be oh. down in uh, in Orlando today, today and uh, listening to this August, podcast, August uh, first, second, first, sure, first, yeah, the first. Oh yeah, that's right. There's 31 days in yeah in July. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, let's um let's uh eat some ice cream. Let's let's do it before it melts. All Where right. should we start, Justin? Well, I think we should start very basic and okay. start with uh we're actually going to start with chocolate and then we'll work our way to vanilla okay from there. okay so i'm going to start with a hagendas and then do the dryers but why don't you why don't you drop some uh some news brian while i serve you oh you're gonna serve you're a newsman i ever tell you otherwise you punch me in the face all right in the ice cream news business Baskin and Robbins has added new plant-based non-dairy flavors. Um, And over the last two years, they've been working on these vegan options. And previously, they've they've had ices and sorbets that they've offered. But these ice creams that are, are vegan ice creams are a blend of coconut oil and almond butter. Okay. So the, the two flavors that they're offering is a non-dairy chocolate chip cookie dough which is made with real cookie dough pieces, chocolate chunks, and chocolate ribbon. And then they have a non-dairy chocolate extreme, which is chocolate chunks and chocolate ribbon. All of this, if you're interested, is available starting August 1st. 
Okay. So Which is now, yeah, of this recording, yeah, not bad. So go go head over to your local Baskin and Robbins. You know, one interesting thing I note uh, I noted in the story that I read, Baskin and Robbins is actually available via DoorDash. Oh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't. Well, ooh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, yeah, oh, that doesn't it. that doesn't yeah, surprise yeah. me that DoorDash or whatever, but it's ice cream, so right. you know, there's that's a challenge. So. Interesting. Good for them. They, that's that's kudos to DoorDash if they're that quick. Yeah, but, true. Yeah. Well, my news and you oh, didn't please, serve me yeah. while I was <laughs> doing the news. So well, I made a decision that it's going to take a lot to serve you. So you can either serve yourself, or you can just share these things with me, and they're I don't little. really care. Yeah. Um, I'm Three. I don't care if we scoop in or double dip. Oh geez, they're already melting. Yeah. Yeah, this will be interesting. But that's okay. It'll it'll be good. Anyway, so my uh, um, just as you're about to eat, I have, I'm I'm gonna uh, share some news here. So, uh, Gourmet Grub, which is a Cape Town, um, I believe in uh, South Africa, they uh, are a startup, and they're hoping to use ice cream to introduce the public to the world of eating insects. It's a luxury ice, yeah, yeah. It's a luxury ice cream that uses Ento milk, a dairy alternate made by blending the larvae of a tropical insect known as the black soldier fly. So this obviously is is a little out there, um, but the the UN predicts that that the world will need to double food production to feed global product global population by 2050 and has long promoted insect farming as a sustainable alternate protein source to traditional livestock. Uh, The ice cream flavors include chocolate, peanut butter, and Christmas spices. And according to Bessa, who's the owner, Ento Milk has a slightly earthy undertone and gives the ice cream a rich, creamy taste. No. (laughs) I mean, anything that tastes earthy is is not going to do it for me at all. Yeah, I tend to agree with that. Have you ever eaten a bug, Brian? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you do you enjoy those bugs? No. Yeah, I can't. Sorry, I can't say that I um, I do either. But and especially I, made into a milk. If you can fool me, and that was going to be what I didn't find enough crazy flavors here. But if you could fool me, and I didn't know it was bugs, then I might be okay eating it. But yeah, it's a little out there. I don't know how how comfortable I would feel with yeah, that. Yeah, well, so we've we've dug into the chocolate, and um, the dryers slow churned chocolate tastes a little airier. Like it's, yeah. uh, it really is more airy than yep. than the the Haagen Dazs. Yeah, and I I like the Haagen Dazs better I, personally. Yeah, I'm with you on that. You can definitely. Um, I don't know what it is. I feel like there's just more quality coming from the um, from the Hagen Dazs, and that's you know I think partly their name. Uh, I think they exude quality, uh, even though it may not be more or a higher quality than some of these other ones. But Dryers to me is that is a bare bones like that, and Briars and some of those other ones that you know. And I, don't, I didn't bring any Briars here mainly because they only bring it in uh, large pint or whatever those things are and i was like i'm not i'm not i already have way too much ice cream here so i'm not getting that 
but yeah um, we do have way too much ice yeah. cream we need to get going on eating here yeah i know so but yeah i agree with you dryers much airier i would highly recommend Hagenas over dryers for sure yeah all right well um since we've done the news it's time to drop some knowledge so there's a lot of uh controversy and mythical stories surrounding ice cream's history and really what i've i i don't know that i i have any solid information for the first you know a couple thousand years of of ice cream history but the uh roman emperors in 50 AD they sent their slaves to mountaintops to bring back fresh snow that they would then flavor uh, with fruits and honey and so that's kind of the precursor to actual ice cream because obviously you know as we know it today ice cream is a milk based product and just snow is not really what we would consider as ice cream no so it wasn't until 600 a.d in china that king tang Cheng had ice men who helped make a dish of buffalo milk flour and camphor i don't know what camphor is any Couldn't ideas tell you. okay nope. well uh might have to look that one up but um then in the 16th century so we're we're flashing way forward uh, Marco Polo brought the ice cream mixture that he found in China to Italy. And also in the 16th century, Italian Catherine de Menzi. Menzi? Sure. Okay. She became the wife of King Henry II of France. And she introduced France to ice cream, the idea of ice cream. So Marco Polo brought it to Italy. And then this Catherine de Menci brought it to France all around the same time period. Okay. Ice cream was really held for the elite as, it, you know, it, it wasn't easily made because mm-hmm. at that time, you know, we kind of take it for granted. But getting things to be cold or frozen is not easy. You know, at that point, they didn't have any refrigerators or or really everything that they were relying on is the weather to um create cold you know ice and things like that to then try to chill uh food products Mm -hmm. and so um we flash forward to 1744 where the maryland governor thomas blandon he was the first record in the United States to have served ice cream to guests. Okay. And then in the, the 1800s, we started to see an insulated ice houses were invented. So that kind of helped with the process and, and allowed for a little bit more of the general public to have access to ice cream. Mm-hmm. A major invention coming out of Philadelphia... Ooh. On September 9th, 1843, was Nancy Johnson. She patented the first artificial freezer, which was a game changer for ice cream. Yeah, I'd imagine. Yeah. You know, we fast forward a few few years, just to 1851, and Jacob Fussell of Baltimore, uh, he was a milk dealer, and he became the first person to 
generally manufacture ice cream. Okay. What year was this? 1851. Okay. Man, that's still pretty good. That's early or mid-1800s. Yeah, yeah. So interesting fact that I found was in the 1890s, uh, ice cream sundaes were invented. And, you know, throughout the late 1800s, you had soda shops popping up. And so they would serve ice cream and, you know, carbonated beverage. Well, it was illegal in a lot of cities to serve ice cream sodas on Sunday because of the caffeine. What? (laughs) So you couldn't have caffeine on Sundays? No. Wow. I, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so they changed the caffeine and the soda to a syrup and they called the dessert an ice cream sundae for Sunday the day and then replaced the Y with an E to avoid upsetting religious leaders. Wow. Yeah. I, it, listeners, I wish you could see my face right yeah. now. I, <laughs> jaw I, hit the floor. I've never once thought about what ice cream sundae or just sundae, where it came from. I never, never once thought about it. And so now hearing you talk about this and there's actually, obviously there's a reason behind everything, but just like, that is, that is so wild that they, they worked it around and that's why they called it. And, and they even changed the spelling because of it. So that's, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, in 1988, Miss Marshall's cook, cookery book saw the first acknowledgement of the ice cream cone. And in, in 1904, the ice cream cone was popularized at the St. Louis World's Fair. Okay. So another, another thing that we, you know, have come to know coming from a, a World's I Fair. I think we talked about this, but uh, is there no more World Fairs anymore? I feel like there's expos or yeah, something. Yeah, they're all expos. And, and I can't remember what we, we found was the last one, but th- they still kind of happen. Yeah. Because, I, I mean we've what was it the the washing dishes episode it's come up another time too i there's so many cool inventions that have come up through that that uh it's just it's pretty cool well and like you think nowadays like we have ces we talked about that yeah you know it's like those those invention conferences already happen and sure so it's not necessarily a world's fair that yeah but there's something cool about what the world fair used to be where it was everybody came or not everybody but a lot of people came to it and it was all sorts of random things and i mean they were building buildings for these events um you know the space was built for it so you know there's just you know it's just pretty unique how they how they used to operate yeah 1926 we saw the uh integration of the freezer and the you know just general public freezer Mm -hmm. which again just continues the amount of people who have access to ice cream in their homes and and you know just commercially Mm -hmm. um and then we fast forward to 2006 and this was kind of the first major change in ice cream when people started to use liquid nitrogen to freeze the ice cream and so that's kind of a recent addition or or modification to ice cream is is a lot of the popularization of of these you know liquid nitrogen yeah frozen ice cream shops and all that kind of stuff 
an interesting fact that I found was, and, and I don't know if you meant to do this, but chocolate actually came before vanilla. Nope. Would have never guessed that. So then I would, that was totally unintentional. So we ate it in the correct order for a historical. Actually, state. I take that back. I totally meant that. I knew <laughs> that it was crucial to how we did this. Yeah. Um, and then my last interesting fact that I have, you know, the, the astronauts ice cream, like the, have you ever heard of, of those, those MRE type of things yeah. that, you know, I have at science centers and things like that. Mm-hmm. This is the, the ice cream that astronauts ate in space. According to NASA, ice cream has never gone to space. What? Yeah. That. I mean, I, I guess I get it, but at the same time, like, what's the? Was that just a marketing ploy? Dude, what did you? What did you just see? I just had the avocado. Oh, did you? Yeah, that was kind of my reaction as well. It's not bad. No, it's just different. Um, have you tried all of them? By the way, all three. No. no. Okay. Um, definitely try all three, and then I want to talk about your thoughts and and my thoughts on it. Was that? Oh, I didn't want to cut you off either. Did you have more for your? No, that's history? it. That's okay, it. that's all I got. Um, well, so my my thoughts, and you know, you, it'll be a little bit fresher for you. But so I started with the Haagen which was a big mistake. Should have ended with that because yeah. the Haagen I was just like in love with from first taste. Like this is great. Dryers. I almost made the same face you made for the avocado one because it just tasted wrong. After tasting Haagen and then going to the dryers, it just wasn't right. Haagen um, is so much better in that yeah. category. The avocado one isn't, like you said, it isn't bad. It's just not great. Well, it, it, when you compare it to the the like the dairy, the the milkiness of Haagen it just it can't compare. Here's what's so weird. Opinion. Here's what's weird is okay, so. You know, we, we've had all these out for a little while, and then they're all starting to melt. <laughs> but the avocado one is not melted at yes. all. Yes, I was going to make a comment about that. It doesn't look natural. <laughs> it's just sitting there. It doesn't, like, like as you're, like, sco- oh, you know, maybe maybe just needs more time to to scoop it, maybe. I don't know. But it does not feel like it's melting, which is great for podcast recordings. Um, the no melt factor, but yeah. uh, in terms of flavor, I'd give it a three out of ten. Not I wouldn't right. go that low. I, I didn't think it was that bad, but okay. Here, sorry. I'll, I'll <laughs> weirdly enough, I'm going to increase it because I just tried it again. I'm going to take it to five. But I, but the very first thought I had when I had it the first time and when I had it the second time is it tastes like cardboard. A flavored mind you cardboard but i got this cardboard if you're thinking cardboard and you eat it does it taste like cardboard to you uh it, it tastes more french vanilla okay. Ooh, that does have a little after there it is the cardboard after kick oh yeah have i you, mean are you a regular of eating cardboard uh yeah in my day <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no i uh i feel like i it just doesn't even compare, but kudos for them for uh, trying. Brian, if you want to set up the next couple, or I'll just eat them as they go. Yeah, I'll just eat them as they go. Um, we're, run- we're even running out of table space, and we have this huge table. 
All right. Well, I will. I will breeze by. Try to breeze by some of my stats. There's so much in this category for ice cream. Some interesting ones along the way. So, so about 1.4 billion gallons of ice cream and related frozen desserts are produced in the United States. The leading brand of ice cream in the United States uh, in 2018 was Bluebell. Are you familiar with Bluebell? Yep. Yep. Excluding and that excludes private label brands, but in that year, Bluebell sold uh, 134.67 million US. Sorry, sorry. A corgi walked by that had I don't know if it was paralyzed in the back, but oh, no. it was it had a cart on its back, on its side. back legs. Yeah, and and it's just rolling down, just the rolling down the street. <laughs> This is yeah. the different atmosphere we get here in Renton. Uh, we get to look outside in the beautiful day and watch dogs roll by. But yeah, anyway, so uh, Bluebell sold 134.67 million or made 134.67 million US dollars. The uh, Bluebell, interesting enough, I looked and I could not find. Yeah, I don't. I, and then I also looked online and found out that they're based out of Texas. Correct. So that must be just a yep. southern. Okay. Uh, I've had them, yeah. It's it's definitely a southern thing. I've had it, I think, in maybe as far north as Missouri. But yeah, definitely kind of a south thing. I'm going to pause for a second. I have never in my life eaten Cherry Garcia, and I've heard so much about it. It's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't order it. I wouldn't buy it again, but it's better than I thought. I'm not a huge cherry guy, so see, I, I like cherries, and I didn't like. You didn't that. like that? No. Oh, okay. Anyway, so uh, pecan is the most popular nut flavoring. Pecan or pecan? Pecan, pecan, Brian. Who says pecan? Actually, a lot of people say pecan, yeah. but I think it sounds dumb. So pecan is the most popular nut flavoring, and strawberry is the most popular fruit in ice cream. Did you try the strawberry? I did try the strawberry. I, What'd you think? It's not bad. There's like pieces good. of chocolate. Yeah, this is Hagen Dazs, so there's, there's qualities. There. Yeah, pieces of, of strawberry, and, and I thought that was pretty good. I thought it was better than the Cherry Garcia. Yeah, I'm with you on that. We might get into this, but um, strawberry gets a bad rap, and I'm one of those people that gives it one. But well, if, if strawberry thing, was always like this, yeah, you have I chunks would. of strawberry in it, so yeah. like that helps a that lot. Helps a ton. So it, you automatically even if there's some artificial flavoring in there yeah at least you have some real strawberry in there yeah so waffle cones and sugar cones are tied for the most popular containers do you have a a preference there if you were to get cone i'm a waffle cone guy okay got it Uh, i think i'm probably a sugar but i don't know if i care much no i'm more waffle i'm more waffle i would if i were to list it out not to get too much into friendship test but I would go waffle cake cone. Cake cone? Yeah. What the heck is a cake cone? The cake cone is the the little kid cones. Uh wait, like the the um small flat bottoms? Yeah. Really? Um like the small ones that they come up in a cup and then they they're like flat on the bottom, you can sit them down. Mhm. Those are the worst nope. cup. Nope. Those are the worst. Nope. Oh, no, I disagree. We're not even friendship test, but this is this podcast <laughs> over. This, 
This is that's like, that that it's over because it's uh, all the ice creams melted. Yeah. That has nothing yeah. to do with the French that's toast. True. Uh, but honestly, like that is something that is. I'm pretty sure I've become biased against cones because of those. The cake cone? Yes. Why? Because it tastes terrible. No. It tastes terrible. No. We'll get into that. We'll we'll revisit this when we get to the that debate. But anyway, so the average American consumes more than 23 pounds of ice cream per year. That feels like a lot of ice cream, but we are consuming about five of it. <laughs> <laughs> so our average is going up. Uh, so that's that's good. Uh, 90% of households buy ice cream on a regular basis. That makes sense given the 23 pounds. And uh, surprise, surprise, the U.S. eats more ice cream than any other country. Uh, we eat more of pretty much everything that's not good for you. Yeah. So uh, 53% of respondents choose ice cream as their treat of choice when they have downtime or wish to unwind. And more than 37% prefer to eat their ice cream in a cup or bowl, followed by 26% preferring a cone, 12% opting to eat ice cream out of the carton. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Which is interesting. I'm curious if that has changed over the years because – before, I mean, if we're looking at, I mean, if you're eating out of that, that's a big old Neapolitan thing here. Yeah, that's 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 an issue. You, you should stop eating ice cream. Yeah, that's but one gallon. These other ones are just they're little pints. Um, you know, you can I well, eat out of this. Yeah, these these ones that are like five six ounces. Yeah, that's like you know serving control. And I don't know that I would do are these. This yeah, one pint. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if I would do a pint. I have done it before. I don't recommend it. You feel gross afterwards, but I I'm sure many of people do that. A pint, like for me, a pint's like two sittings of of ice cream eating. Yeah, it's about that's what fair. it is. So I have eaten it out of the the second sitting. Sure, okay, but not the first. Not the so first. you scoop out of you yeah. pull it out. See, I would just eat. A half of it, but yeah. actually eat it out of the carton and then go to the next. Yeah, I'll put up, pull it out the first yeah. time and then then to finish off the carton. Yeah, I, I have to be able to finish the carton if I'm going to eat out of it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, well, to continue that, so 10% uh, choose milkshake and 6% uh, prefer ice cream cookie sandwich, oh. um, which I'll have an interesting comment on that as we go. So there was a. I guess an interesting study. It depends on if you're an ice cream aficionado. Um, But if you were curious how many licks it takes to finish an ice cream cone, a typical ice cream cone, nearly 70% of respondents believe it takes at least 50 licks to finish an ice cream cone. There's no way somebody is taking just licks from an ice cream cone. Which is another debate we'll get into. Um, Lick first bite. But uh, approximately 30% believe it takes 100 licks. I don't know how many. What would you guess it takes to finish? I don't know. I, I've never even tried to. <laughs> like, the the ice cream is going to melt by the time you get. True. That's too many licks. 50 or 100 licks. Like, yeah, that's too many licks. I don't know. I don't know. But a couple, um, we talked about some of this stuff. So uh, the top pint 
for men uh, for ice cream is Haagen-Dazs, whereas women prefer Ben and Jerry's. I have never really been a Haagen-Dazs person, but I'm usually more Ben and Jerry's. I could I could switch after trying some of these things. They're pretty good. We haven't gotten into the the well the Ben the and Jerry yeah ones. I yet, mean, but. you don't we you didn't have any of the traditional chocolate or vanilla. Yes, ben which was something I wanted have. to come. I don't think they have them. I looked in both stores and they were not there. Um, and so yeah, I I don't think they exist. But maybe maybe yeah, somewhere. I don't uh, I don't think they do either. Yeah. Um, so the top five chains, uh, according to popular demand, is Baskin Robbins, followed by Cold Stone, Brahms, Dairy Queen, and Carvel. Do you have you heard of all of those? I, mean, I have not heard of Brahms and Carvel. Yeah, I I have not either. Um, but they must be in other locations. But yeah, the other ones I've had doesn't really surprise me too much though i probably i feel like ben and jerry's has shops too i would put them up there i'm surprised dairy queen's included in there yeah i think it's just because it's so popular or not popular it's so well known um that maybe people are voting on it but but yeah i i would not put them in the same level as a baskin robbins no or 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 cold stone at all um so anyway the top five flavors. Do you have an idea of what what the number one flavor is, according to according to this vote? Uh, cookies and cream. Not a bad guess. Uh, that's the number three one, but the top one is vanilla. Oh, seriously. Yeah. Followed by chocolate. So very classic. And then uh, it rounds out with cookies and cream as number three, mint chocolate chip. Yeah, that was four, another one. I was gonna and guess. then chocolate chip cookie dough as five, yeah. which are all classic flavors. No surprise. I think the order surprises me a little bit, but yeah, but yeah, people just like generic, huh. which you know, in some cases is fine. But if I'm buying a pint of ice cream for not hosting a party, yeah, I'm getting a. a some type of vanilla needs to go with something like it has to be an addition to a pie or a cookie or something like Mm. french vanilla i'm okay with but like just straight vanilla bean well see it's got to go with something i might have agreed with you until i had that haagen-dazs and that haagen-dazs to me was like this is great i could eat this by itself yeah but i don't over anything else I mean, I'm. A, I also like chocolate, so yeah, you know, I typically let's, like. Let's them get into. Like let's get into these other ones. Yeah. So, um, so the a couple other things. Um, the three preferred ice cream toppings are hot fudge, which is twenty nine percent, caramel, which is seventeen percent, and whipped cream, which is fifteen percent. We actually have some hot fudge and caramel. Brian, if you'd like to well, put it on, it's not hot. Oh, sorry. We have fudge. <laughs> Um, or chocolate syrup, really. And then you can make a mess on the table, Brian. I'll have to clean it up anyway. Um, that looks so This is going to turn out <laughs> it's terrible. Like, it's like oh. half soup, but uh, but it's going to melt in your mouth, which is hard to come by when you're doing uh, Ben and Jerry's. It's usually pretty, pretty tough. Anyway, uh, and then a couple last things. Uh, world records. The largest ice cream cone was nine feet. 
the most scoops on one cone. Do you have a guess of how many scoops that was, Brian? Ooh. Um, I'm going to go 13. 13 is your guess, Brian? <laughs> the world record for ice cream scoops? Sure. It's 71. <laughs> Holy cow. You're way off. How tall was that? I, I, quite tall. It had, that has to be like two stories. Yeah. I don't know. How, and it's got to be extra cold, I feel like, so that it can't start melting. Right. Yeah. I would like to see a video of this. I'm going to see if yeah, we're, that exists. We're 40 minutes in, and this ice cream, like. Yeah. There's no way that it would, it would last that long. Um, the largest scoop was 3,000 pounds. So that makes sense. I mean, what did they scoop it from? Here, that's the other thing. Like, mm. if it was three thousand pounds of a scoop of a container that was twelve, or yeah. or was it just like the biggest batch of ice cream that was made? I I think it's got to be scoop, and I think you they probably used a um, industrial size ice cream scoop, or or a backhoe, a backhoe, <laughs> otherwise known as a backhoe. Um, to scoop it up. I don't know. I want to find I, – I found this information up, and it just made me want to look into visuals of it. So that will be uh, that will be my post-podcast uh, homework that I will do. All right. Well, that was it. so I just dove into the uh, half-baked, and yep. it's pretty good. Yeah. It's, now, did it, you get the chunks? Because that's, yes. that's important. Well, for everything right now is the chunk because everything else is – if it's not a chunk, it's melted. Yeah. Let's be honest that's here. That's true. That's true. I'm about to dig into that. Half-baked I've had before. Actually, it's one of my probably top flavors of Ben & Jerry's that I would get. Yeah. It's a little too rich for me. I think it's the the brownie pieces that make it – well, it's really the combination, though. Did you get some cookie dough though? That's some yeah. cookie dough. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like the combination of the the brownie and the cookie dough. Little little extreme. I'm more of a cookie dough than brownie in my ice cream if I had a choice. Um, yeah. yeah. Although, oh man, that that uh, chocolate fudge brownie though, that by itself was really good. That that oh other, really the small one you had to me that felt fake. I it was okay, but. I wouldn't order just a brownie. It felt like there were fake brownie pieces. Hmm. Okay. Well, and then I I'll, I just opened the caramel cone okay. ice cream. Not as melted. It's still melted, but not as melted as the Ben & Jerry's. This is one of my favorites. Is it really? Yeah. I've never had it before, so yeah, I'm, I'm it's to really try it. really good. It, it it's my if I'm going to go get something from the store, it's probably going to be the the caramel cone. Wow. From Hagen does. All right, I'm excited to try it. Yeah. Well, a, as we as we try these last couple flavors, I think it's time to to get into some fights. Ice cream fight. Can we just become best friends. Yep. So Brian, the age old that we talked a little bit about this. I think I know your answer, but is it chocolate, vanilla, or strawberry? Basic choice. I'm I'm a chocolate guy all the way. It's got to be chocolate. Yeah, vanilla just doesn't do it for me. Says the uh, guy that's using. Well, I mean, we are talking basics, I guess, but your favorite involves vanilla. I'm pretty sure that's vanilla with that's chocolate me. in it, though. Sure, but the base of it is okay. So you could have 
if you could have that with chocolate ice cream, would you have it? That caramel cone. No. Well, part of this, this is actually a caramel. I think it's a caramel ice cream. Okay, so it's caramel ice cream, so maybe that's a little bit different. But okay, caramel ice cream still. If you could have that with chocolate ice cream instead, would you eat it with chocolate ice cream? No. See, I, I just think some of the lighter base, like vanilla. So my, my choice, and this was a struggle. Um, I typically, my whole life, I was vanilla. I just, I don't know why. I just enjoyed vanilla more. Um, I do agree that it's perfect with mixes, but I think it's fine by itself. Chocolate has become more prominent in whenever I get ice cream as of the last like two years. And so I've done, um, I've done more chocolate recently, but, um, I'm going to go with my, my gut and go with vanilla. And especially because Haagen-Dazs has renewed my love for, for just basic vanilla. Yeah. I, I can't get on board with that. That's fair. At all. That chocolate. If we're talking in a silo, with no added anything, no, we only know that there's those three flavors. It has to be chocolate. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with you there. I think vanilla, if you make vanilla right, and not just, I mean, it's vanilla bean, fried vanilla is, I think, fine too. Um, but a good vanilla bean, man, I could, that's perfect. I could, I could definitely do that. All right, we, we kind of talked on this, but a uh, cone or a cup. So this is also something that's evolving for me. So my whole life, I have always been a cup person. Never like uh, cones because of your dumb cone that you like. <laughs> I almost bought it as a joke, Brian. The cake cone? Yeah, I almost bought it as a, as a joke because I was like, nobody likes these things. Only little kids like them. Uh, and Brian. Well, no, I like the waffle cone better. But if I had to pick the sugar or the cake cone, I'm going to go with the, the cake cone. Uh, okay. All right. But but I I've I've started to appreciate I think what here here's actually I'm going to throw a curveball at you. So, if what I've started to do is say that I'll unless you have to pay extra, which not very often you do, but if you choose um, cone. Oh, are get you the cone a cone on. in a bowl? Yep, yep. So there's less mess, and if you want to eat the cone, then you're good. So I I prefer that method because um, then you get a little extra food, and it does go well together. But I've I've historically I I have not been a cone person really at all. So I, if I had to choose between two, I'd be a cup. I'm gonna have to go cone all day. Okay. Never a cup? Uh, like a, read. <laughs> a cups right cup, now, but. cup or bowl? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I have to, yeah. But if I were to choose one, it's going to be a cake cone or a, a, a waffle cone. And um, a, a waffle bowl would be even better. I, I think you're going to like that caramel waffle cone if you like the bowl with getting a cone on the side i mean it's good i don't know if, if i'm in love with it. i actually like the vanilla oh my better. goodness and i'm not just saying that like i like the vanilla better than this oh, man. 
I, I can't. I can't handle you. I'll give it a second try, but my did first you get try. a cake? Did you I got get a big thing? Yes. Yeah, oh, I got it. Man. Yeah, it's just it's one of my favorites. All right, Brian. So this is one that I didn't realize was a thing until I was online searching for topics to debate, and this apparently is a thing. Um, do you bite or do you lick your ice cream? Uh, I guess I would be a biter. Oh, you would. I, I mean, I don't sit there and like lick <laughs> with my tongue. I mean, I, I, I guess I kind of like eat it with my, I don't know. You got your ice cream on your terrible cone, cake cone or whatever it's called. Um, and you're just taking big chomps out of it. Kind of. Yeah. That's good. like not big chunks, okay, but so like the more I think about it, I so for me, I I would say I associate with the licking. Oh, what was that? <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, the so delicious dairy-free salted caramel swirl. Oh, no! It is moose. It's moose. So know that going in so i actually went out and bought i thought it was um so this is dairy free we we probably shouldn't have ended with dairy free no but <laughs> we end with the terrible things that's why i wanted to keep this half baked here just oh. in case um yeah dairy free is tough although the avocado one was you're not reacting no, the same no way. yeah the avocado one i i didn't think it was that bad okay um yeah well i i'm gonna try this but but to explain kind of where i was i i'm much more i would associate with the licking side of this debate oh my gosh that's like whipped cream um yeah it's a moose um but uh but i do think that once you get past the frozen part there's there's a little bit of biting i would say but it's not i'm not biting with my teeth though like it's more just like lip yeah yeah without getting graphic here um but yeah so I would say that, but apparently that's a big, big thing in in the uh, community right now. All right, Justin. Ice cream, gelato, frozen yogurt, frozen custard, sherbet, shave ice, water ice. You crazy Philadelphian, (laughs) you. (laughs) And I know what your water ice is. Okay, good. Which uh, doesn't even qualify as an ice I, cream. I put a dot, dot, dot in there. I don't know. I guess it probably doesn't. F- there's there's probably so many frozen treats. Um, the sher- To me, the sherbets, the shaved ice, and the water ice kind of fall in this, like, outside or shave ice, fall in this outside category. But still worthy of debate for, you know, frozen treat. Uh, that means we could never do a water shave ice. Water ice, shave ice, topic. We could totally do it. <laughs> well, actually, no. It would be really hard to do that because we would need it here, and that would be really difficult. Shave to, ice really has to be in Hawaii, and you know, water ice you have to get on. Maybe, the East Coast. maybe next time we're on on uh, vacation and I'm in Hawaii and you're in Philly, we can do a call in oh, episode. Call in episode. That might actually be great. Um, all right. Well, we'll keep it the basics because we won't get into water. If you're if you're not sure what water ice is, we might get into it at a future podcast. Yeah. 
but of the main ones. Well, and, and I'll even like you also have soft serve and you have. I put frozen custard as soft serve to me. Oh, okay. Yeah, that to me, and maybe well, it's a little bit different. It's a different, yeah. yeah. But I, I associate the two. Um, I think out of all of those, I think it's ice, ice cream, just basic ice cream. What about you? Um, I think they're indifferent. <sighs> okay, I think I would go with ice cream because I think the uh, waffle, salted waffle caramel thing that we had is one of the best thing like one of the best treats yeah dessert treats there is um but i do really like recently i've been going to uh menchie's which is a a soft serve place right and i really like some of their soft serve flavors um and and so a good soft serve is is really good I'm not a big Dairy Queen guy. Like, I can't just do just vanilla and add, you know, random toppings. Sure. Uh, I need a little bit more of a flavor there to the to the soft serve. They have some variations. Um, I think they even have, you know, they'll have specialties that they do that isn't just vanilla. Like, it'll be like a salted uh, caramel ice cream or something like that. So, I'm not a frequent there, but you know when we're it's hot out and you're you know want something cool we have a dairy queen that's really close to us so yeah. we'll go there um but yeah i, I mean looking at uh, these other things you mentioned menchie's so like frozen yogurt in general and for me uh i think the best part about frozen yogurt isn't actually the frozen yogurt it's that most places have a um a sampling area which which is awesome. I love just going through and be like, oh, I like that. Oh, I don't like that. I like that. Which you don't really get at other ice cream shops. They could if you ask, but it's like a whole thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I like that aspect of it. But um, And then gelato. I, I mean, I've had gelato in Italy. Um, oh, okay. And it is really good. It's very soft and smooth. Uh, so there's yeah. nothing against it. Um, it's just typically gelato's from what i've seen and i know that there's obviously variations but typically gelatos are pretty basic um in flavors at least the traditional ones are so uh whereas like you know most of our ice creams are americanized so they're just like let's like ben and jerry's let's throw 50 ingredients in in this one thing and call it a day and it all tastes good together so i don't know i i think i lean more ice cream though gelato is probably a close uh second maybe with Maybe with yogurt. I think the there. problem right now is that I've had so much ice cream that it's hard to vote for ice cream because, like, we've we've just eaten so much ice cream just now. Yeah. That I'm like, actually, soft serve sounds really good right now. <laughs> As you go for our uh, pizza to just cleanse your palate. <laughs> I need a little salt. Yeah. Which, surprisingly, now I'm going to try this. Um, we're trying our last flavors here. Um the we did the so delicious which is the the mousse which you gave some weird looks to did you have similar looks i didn't see you try this um salted caramel it's uh it's so delicious it's a cashew milk yeah it wasn't bad i think the caramel just it it comes on a little strong because the other flavors the other sugars aren't there as Okay. As someone who 
is married to someone who is lactose intolerant, she will often get the dairy-free options. Not always, but often. And I heard rumors that So Delicious was the best of the um, non-dairy options because they're made with other types of milk. I would second that and say that this is the best non-dairy ice cream I've ever had. Huh. Um, it's salted caramel, so I think that maybe yeah. it would have been better to get a different flavor. But in terms of flavors of a and texture and all that other stuff, like man, that's that's pretty darn close to real ice cream. I don't like the. I do feel like I'm chewing on some cashews in there, which I don't like. Um, oh, I didn't. I didn't get that. I just got a. Uh, maybe it was just a crunch, and then because it's cashew milk, it tasted like a cashew. But I mean, I don't. I don't know. Maybe the cashews are just part of the design, and you, there's not actual chunks, and it's just in my head. But I don't know. Um, but yeah, I would say that that's actually pretty good. This one, the the moose one, no thanks. Um, yeah, that was you not know, good. It's it it's just doesn't compare. Yeah. Um. Okay, what's your what's your preferred ice cream chain? Uh. Uh, that's a great question. That is a great question. <laughs> <laughs> so my my dad's from Wisconsin, and they have a place called Culver's. Okay. Which is kind of a Dairy Queen, but theirs is a custard um, instead, of, instead of soft serve. Um, and it's really good. Okay. It's really good and not healthy for you. Yeah, that's the best kind of ice cream. Um, around here it'd probably be Baskin Robbins, but I mean I do enjoy going to Menchie's. Okay. Menchie's is is that soft serve place that has, and they have like a toppings bar that you yep. just they they you can add whatever toppings you want on it, and I really enjoy that. What about you? Okay, so. My favorite place for ice cream here in Seattle, and probably maybe anywhere, uh, is this place called Lunchbox Laboratory. Yeah. Okay. So I I didn't even realize they served ice cream. I highly recommend that when you go, Uh go get a milkshake. Um, And I guess they are. I, I was trying to figure out if they're milkshakes or if they're just... Ice cream that's mixed with other ingredients. Yeah, see, that's but, that's opening up but, Andorra's box here. Sure, but if I want, if I wanted, if you said you could have ice cream right now and you could get it from anywhere, I would choose the Oreo one from Lunchbox Laboratory. It is per. It's awesome. It's so great, and it's it's you eat it with a spoon, so you're not like I'm not sipping it, which a traditional ice cream you or milkshake you would. I guess you could try. But it's just a very heavy, it's a malt, I would say, um, which is a little bit out there. But I still think, I mean, we're talking about yeah. this stuff. I think it's it still falls in that category. Yeah, I, would put it I don't in, know. For for this being your own question, that that's, seems like kind of a cop-out. No. All right. No, no. I'm not allowing that to be. Um, I think it, it's is the it, best ice cream. It, you, okay. You just spent a little bit of time. Sure. Searching for the the best ice cream shop in because I haven't been there in like a year. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that you searched ice cream in Seattle and Lunchbox <laughs> Laboratory did not show up. All right, that's I think fair. indicates something. That's fair. That I'll all right. I'll give you. I'll give you that. 
Yeah, I mean, I haven't fallen in love with an, a traditional ice cream shop out here. There used to be places we frequented back home. Shout out to uh, Freddie Hill Farms, uh, which is a local little place, or Mary Maid uh, Farms, which uh, was very similar, and they just had a little ice cream shop by their, you know, little uh, mini golf areas and all that other stuff. But yeah, I don't know. I just I haven't really found one that I've been in love with out here then. When uh, when you get your ice cream, do you have a preferred topping? Um, if I had, we haven't touched the toppings I that know, you brought out. So. I know. I'm so glad I went and got them for us. Uh, I should have known that we would just eat the ice cream. Um, but yeah, I traditionally like if I'm at my house and I have options for toppings, uh, I do not put toppings on it. And if I had any topping that I put on it, I don't even have it here. Um, but I would put the uh, hard shell. Oh, okay. And I, okay. I really like the Reese's hard shell. Huh. I think that's just a great addition to most ice creams. Now, would you put it on just vanilla, or would you would you put it on any other types of ice cream that you want? Um, probably vanilla-based ice creams would get uh, the most, but I would, that, yeah. That vanilla-based ice cream that you said was my favorite, the caramel, would you put it on that? Uh, I would put the chocolate on it. I wouldn't put the caramel on that. There's already enough caramel there. No, I mean your Reese's. Oh, yeah. I would put it on that. Yeah, why not? Mm, I mean, okay. it peanut butter and chocolate already together, like it's just going to be, you know, caramel, throw it in there. Sure. Why not? Um, I don't <laughs> That's mind. That's way too Are, many. And waffle cone. Sure. Why not? Um, yeah, way too many flavors do, for me. Do you... Uh, do you put any toppings on? Uh, I mean, when I go to Menchie's and it's very plain, you know, soft serve, yep. I, I will put some toppings. Um, you know, I'll, I'll put some uh, uh, like chocolate chip type uh, okay. chocolate and mint and yep. those type of things. Um, typically, though, no, I won't. I won't put like a syrup on it. Yeah, I don't really like to add a. Um, you know, like hot fudge or anything like yeah. that to my ice cream because I like my ice cream cold and not melted. Right. Yeah. As we are experiencing everything that is melted right yeah. now. <laughs> um, if you were to go to your favorite ice cream shop, you get a scoop of ice cream on your um, on your cake cone or whatever. Yeah. Um, is no extra money. But they offer you, do you want sprinkles on top of it? Do you put sprinkles on top? That's a good question. Probably not. Okay. I'm with you on that. I think sprinkles are, are garbage. Um, I got them just to see, just to test you. <laughs> I did. <laughs> it was a dollar well spent. We can continue our friendship. Good I, test. Good I, test. I, I, uh, I just, I, I mean, sprinkles maybe in certain things, but not really with ice cream. I, I just... I never understood that. Yeah. And they just don't, they don't add anything. They're just yeah. sugar. Okay. Last one before we get to our delusional thinking, because we haven't even touched the gallon of Neapolitan ice cream. Ugh. Okay. Thoughts on Neapolitan ice cream? I think it's uh, one of the worst creations um, for ice cream. Same. Okay, good. Okay. Same. I, I had... I bought this for work and I had multiple people say that they love Neapolitan ice cream because the combination and I've heard also recently people ordering Neapolitan um, shakes from In-N-Out 
apparently. That's a thing? Yeah, I didn't even realize that was a thing. And that sounds so disgusting. Like you mixing the strawberry and the chocolate. And then why even have the vanilla in there if you're if it's in there? Because it's going to be masked by everything. Yep. I just don't understand it. And so that's my thoughts on Neapolitan ice cream is like, okay, if I were to have, you know, a little bit of each separately, cool. Sure. Them to get all mixed together, not cool. So, I yeah, I'm with you 100% on that. I think there's a couple major flaws. Um, one, if you ever go to a party and someone has Neapolitan ice cream, you know what's going to happen at the end of that party. You're going to have a big thing of strawberry ice cream right down the middle. Um, and uh, it's just it's a waste of space, in my opinion. You should be filling that with chocolate or vanilla. Also, interesting enough, and I'm trying to look at it as you opened it, but... Um, that was all mixed up. That wasn't... That's weird. That's weird. That wasn't Usually divided. it's the divided. No, nah, this was see. all mixed up. Okay. So it looked Which like a couple scoops had come out, and they got down to more vanilla, and so there was chocolate, and, like, all in the same scoop. That's, yeah, That's not, even worse. Not, I would, at least with Neapolitan, traditional Neapolitan, you're, you have the option. Like, I can, yeah. I can work around the strawberry... No. But no working around anything. Yeah, no, here. it's totally mixed together. I, uh, yeah, it just I don't I don't get it. I don't understand who who likes these things. And you know, if if it was Haagen Dazs Neapolitan, maybe because or 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 even um, wait, was it Haagen? Yeah, Haagen Dazs had the strawberry pieces in it. Like that was not bad. Um, but no, I no, I'll 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 try a, a piece here in a second, but. Um, I do have no. a random um, note here, Brian. So before we get into our last thing, um, so recently uh, Christy Teigen posted something uh, related to this category. She said that ice cream – so this is – we didn't get it, even get into the ice cream sandwich uh, conversation, mm. but okay. very quickly, she, her thoughts, ice cream sandwiches made with cookies are garbage. The only ice cream sandwich should be the rectangular blocks with chocolate cakey bread with holes. This is not an opinion. It is a fact. Thoughts? Uh, well, as someone who grew up in Pullman, Washington, and um, the uh, Washington State University creamer, Creamery excuse me, um, makes something called Grabbers, which is exactly two cookies – uh, surrounded by or you know encasing uh, as you wipe off a lot of gross yeah sorry the I'm, Neapolitan I'm confirming Neapolitan is nasty yeah please put this away okay well I don't know if the gallon tub of Neapolitan ice cream <laughs> one is going to be used anytime soon in my freezer I don't even want the rest of my spoon <laughs> I'm going to get a fresh spoon after that that is gross. But back to the back to the uh, grabbers. So uh, Ferdinand's is the creamery at, at WSU, and they have these you know various types of of cookies uh, that are uh, making up their ice cream sandwiches, and they are so good. Yeah, they are so good. And so if. If I were to go along with her believing that 
ice cream sandwiches are the rectangular shaped chocolate um you know chocolate i don't know even what they would call it, like the she says cakey bread cakey bread sure yeah um i can i could kind of get along with that kind of get along with that but i think the cookie option is significantly better okay so you would disagree with her first part which she says that they're garbage right um i am i would agree with her to the extent that uh the traditional ice cream sandwich is as she described yeah um but cookie ice cream sandwiches now there are levels so the what you buy in my opinion what you buy and that's wrapped up in the plastic at like a little freezer thing that you get at a Seven Eleven or whatever. Oh, those are garbage. Yeah, those yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. She, if that's what she's talking about, then I don't disagree with that. But it, like you said, if you were to get a like a, an actual like almost fresh baked cookie, yeah, um, or soft cookie, pair that with some fresh ice cream, man, that is a hundred times better yeah. than than yeah, yeah. Uh, the traditional the, ones. The right? yeah, chocolate chip cookie with. Uh, like Nestle's chocolate chip cookie with ice cream in the middle. Yeah, that that's yeah. garbage. Yeah, but no. but you get you get the good custom ones, really good. So I don't even know how long we've been talking, but I am like stuffed. Yeah, I am too. I've packed up all of our ice cream uh, except for one. Yet the avocado, <laughs> the avocado I've left out, Brian. You know why? Because it's still. Oh wait, there's a little. A little bit of okay, so you can't, couldn't quite do the uh, what, what is it the um, uh, blizzard test where oh, they no, it wouldn't serve it to you upside down. It wouldn't pass the blizzard test, and actually, but it's darn for an for an hour over an hour. That's not. And look at this though. That's oh, kind of gross. Oh, that is. It's kind of gross when it's it melts. a white. It's a it's clear <laughs> substance when it melts. That is not good. Okay, well, <laughs> with with that, let's delusionally think. I think I just turned that into a verb. <laughs> Delusion. Delusionally yeah. think. Yep, sure. It sounded right to me. <laughs> um, why not? Uh, so, so Brian, I want to know, would you rather eat ice cream that is normal, but it's hot, or eat ice cream that is melted, but cold? Uh, we should be experts in this delusional thinking question. Yeah. Well, so the melted was not cold, though. Mm. That we, we had. Some was, of it was. Yeah, some of it was. Yeah. So so when you say normal but hot, yeah, is this like fried ice cream? Oh, uh, mm, I'm trying to picture fried or you know, picture it, taste fried ice cream in my mouth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wow. Mm, we are delusionally thinking. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, so I guess I'm just wondering. I guess it's what's kinda, the but, texture of this. So I would say texture is exactly how you normally eat in a cold ice cream. Okay, texture wise. Okay, but it's hot. It's warm, almost like uh, if you're eating a fresh baked cake or uh, oh. like something like that. Uh, I. It's weird concept. You can kind of picture, to me, you can kind of picture the melted but cold, um, but the hot. Yeah, because like melted but cold would be a milkshake. More like milk. Uh, I mean, 
milkshake there's still like it's not really melted if it's almost i'm saying i'm picturing it milk you know you can get your cookies and cream milk or your vanilla or whatever your cone was uh your do i have to pick one yes you have to pick one for the rest of your life um now like with my caramel my caramel waffle cone is the chocolate on the caramel and the waffle cone is that hot as well any what do you mean the chocolate on like the the is it like melted chocolate on the, the waffle cone um or is it just the ice cream that it's would just be the, the ice cream you can put whatever toppings you want on it just like it were ice cream or okay cake i'm gonna or... go i'm gonna go normal but hot normal really? but hot really yeah okay i don't want to drink milk that is caramel milk chocolate milk yes i love chocolate milk yeah that's that that's why i'm really surprised because as a big milk drinker and a and not just a milk drinker you are a chocolate milk drinker adding these variations i'm sure they've been tried before yeah i'm but, sure they could can master this i can still have chocolate milk yeah you didn't say i couldn't have chocolate milk anymore. no yeah of course but you but now i would say i don't want variations in my milk <laughs> so then you're just I want very. I could be okay with variations in my ice cream that tastes like cake in terms of texture and heat and. Yeah, yeah. I you know weirdly enough, I I actually probably agree. I'm just surprised that you chose that option, um, but I'm probably on the other way. Uh, I don't need like a, a melted cold ice cream milky kind of thing i don't what's the benefit i think really it's too sugary if it's cold if it's cold and i mean uh, we kind of got into this when we talked about milk but i like ice in my chocolate milk because i, I want it to be a little bit more watered down and, and very cold sure but i don't like it to be overly sugary and yeah that's what ice cream essentially would be in, in a melted form yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. If that's kind of a uh, uh, something you stay away from, then this is just uh, you know not where you would go. And you know, it just is kind of it's it's weird. The the sticking point for me um, is that by changing ice cream to make it hot, ice cream no longer exists to me. Right? It's just. Yeah. It's warm and it, it's you know kind of you know I, again a cake is the only description I can make of it but it, maybe it's something slightly different but it just is it's it's to me it's almost like it, it ceases to exist whereas at least the melted cold ice cream is still ice cream it's just not in its best form um, and uh, and a part of me wants to hold on to the the value of 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 ice cream and it yeah. still existing, but I, I think I'm with you on this one. Yeah. Weirdly enough. How over under the number of listeners we had compared to the number of different ice creams we just like the number of <laughs> listeners that have gotten to this point in this episode, <laughs> do you think it's more or less than the number of of different ice creams we just had. Well, we had about 117 different ice creams. So I'm going to go over. <laughs> I'm going to go bold. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, I feel like they're here. They're listening. They're living through us. They're. Uh, but but are they making it an hour and, and ten I minutes? I don't know. I or don't however know. long we're at. Who knows? Who knows what we're at? Because but, we've been we've been debating for a long time. I know. But there's so many good debates with this topic. I, there's just and we didn't even touch on so many different things. I, I, you know, it's funny when you go from one topic that when there's nothing on, like whirly ball, to a topic like ice cream where there's so much on that you just yeah. you're consumed by it. Um, but yeah, anyway, I, I had a blast. I'm stuffed like no other, like you said. Um, I, I feel like I need to eat another slice of that pizza just to like yeah balance out like yeah. all that sugar intake. I know. Well, I don't actually. I part of me wants that, and a part of me just never wants to eat again. Um, but uh, we'll see which one wins uh, in like 30 minutes. But anyway, it's been a blast. Uh, thank you all for listening. This, um, as you all know, make sure you're hitting that subscribe button on wherever you're listening to your podcast. And we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. We've said it before, but follow us. We're going to post some cool content from time to time. Um, and uh, we appreciate your support in any which way you provide it. I completely forgot to mention the fact that you gave us a melon baller oh, as an ice cream scoop. I didn't know, Brian. I thought it was perfect for our small little ice cream. It was pretty perfect. Yeah. For, it just, the ice cream didn't come out of no. your melon baller. No, it did not. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess until next time on the Quest for 100. Yeah.